Hello and welcome everyone to episode 87 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, of course, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super, uh, Kaiju Number 8, and uh, many, many more. And... This one's gonna be rough. <laughs> this <laughs> is a rough one, y'all. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Yep. And yeah, yeah, it's it's as bad. You wanted your backstory so bad. <laughs> Here, take it. Yep. <laughs> Here's probably the most tragic backstory of all. Oy. Yeah. <laughs> and not and not only that, like. I, I mean, we'll, we'll, like it, it's pretty much this whole episode. <laughs> I mean, pretty much outside like the first opening chapters. Yeah. So, we're, and it's yeah. still not done. <laughs> yeah, that's real quick. Apologies for my voice. I'm a little croaky. I'm uh, just getting over a bit of a sickness, so um, I, I feel mostly fine. It's just that you know the voice is affected, which just happened to use for my job. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. I feel like people have probably been listening to you on like YouTube videos and podcasts for long enough. To know, like, okay, yeah, Derek sounds sick. Like, he's, <laughs> all right, this is, this is nothing new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens on time to time. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> well, let's get sad along with all this and start with chapter 391, The Girl They Called a Demon. And uh, nice Oh, boy, uh, speaking of catching colds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm feeling that wolf. That wolf is all about it. I am that wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the penguin seems cold, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Although he's freaking out about something like with he's he's looking at something. It's like he's freaked out about Sanji, I want to say. But I was like, why is he freaked out about Sanji? Maybe it's the, the dish he's making. But I'm like, that seems pretty good for a penguin. So yeah. who knows? Yeah, this, this is an octopus tentacle in there. I don't know how penguins feel about octopi, octopi but yeah, I, I'm not sure. The only one, and even that... even the polar bear, uh, the polar bear and Luffy of both being cold is is adorable. Uh-huh. But of course, Robin, nothing. She's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, oh, nothing gets to her. I was like, oh, that's not true. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> not, not even true. close to true. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Nope. 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 But into the chapter itself, uh, we got uh, uh, the our giant bros uh, just wreaking havoc on the Marines, which feels so satisfying. Uh, got the Oimo press. They're helping to the guard the gate after uh, Yokozuna did his best. And everybody's wondering, why is the, why are they siding with the pirates? It's almost like we lied to them or something weird. <laughs> yeah. I I just There's something so hype about uh, one of them saying, out of allegiance to the king of snipers, we're going to guard this gate. <laughs> it's just like, uh, they are so, they're so into the bit. It's it's. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> and I, I, I like this extra hope, too, because we have the three uh, Galley Law members rushing towards the scene as well. It's like, all right, you guys catch up with Mozu and Kiwi to the left and right. I'll take care of this this weirdo in the center. Let's let's go break. <laughs> and <Yep. laughs> ah, it's so good. And Luffy's getting updated about how the draw drawbridge needs to be brought down. It's like, oh, yeah, you jumped the gun. It's like, oh, oh all right, whatever. <laughs> Uh, and all the while, of course, CP9 is like, ah, impressive. They overcame the Aqua Laguna. But hey, we have the license to kill now. So much easier when we don't have to hold back. <laughs> They're all calm and Spanish like, oh, God, there's so many pirates. Yeah. What's happening? Which is yeah. sort of his Although, 
this little monologue from here is so illuminating where he's just like the most important thing in my life <laughs> or is my life and increasing my status yeah so he he wants like no do you pirates come here so that they can protect me <laughs> yeah yep pretty much uh and he's just holding off like <clears throat> he he really shows to robin like he has little respect and how, how uh, to, she he has to the the buster call because he just starts waving around yeah the golden trench. He feels like thing. a little kid. Yeah. Or he's, you know, it, it's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. He's just, 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 just a pathetic little bastard man. <laughs> yeah. And some part of me, like when he decides to jump up on the wall and like, uh, yell at her basically from there, part of me just like, just shove him in, just shove him in. Who cares? Uh, yeah. This is Sanji's like, I feel like kicking him over a waterfall right now. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yes. Robin could do that. But sadly, CP9 would probably rescue him before he fell. He's just gloating in her face. He's like, yes, this is the power that wiped out your homeland. The name Ohara disappeared from maps the following year. And they're just like, what the heck? Uh, as you said, that's where uh, that happens. And that's where she yells at him about like, you know, what? Why are you doing this? You're dumb. It's like, ah, your reaction gives me a thrill. Should I activate it? Huh? Huh? And do you know what yeah, will yeah, happen? Yeah. Like, does he know what will happen? Won't they just destroy this island? It feels like a bad idea. Right. If, I mean, you're going to. It, it's like you would be calling a buster call on your like your home base, which mm-hmm. seems a little odd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially just like the little sort of glimpses you see, like, you know, of like Robin's trauma basically you know and mm-hmm. sort of recalling what happened with the buster call and you know you, you, you sort of see like okay there, there's an island on fire like do you really want that to happen to <laughs> India's lobby like we know. have her calling out for all Saul the- and we see her young and I, I like this that how much this all means it's like you said O'Hara disappeared from the maps can you confirm the existence of people from maps you people only see the world through such devices which is why you can do such heinous things you don't think about the people in each of these places it's just you know yeah. the name and we'll, we'll we'll certainly get to this as we kind of transition into the flashback but like god I think such the running theme here between this flashback and like the one um, with with Tom and and Frankie and stuff where it's just like the government is willing to do just horribly you know atrocious they're, they're willing to commit all sorts of atrocities mm-hmm. um, you know in the so-called name of justice order you know to protect their interests basically and we might have a clue to where and that is I, but that I completely forgot that was resurrected for this set of chapters oh what's that well a clue to why the why the government is so willing to just commit these atrocities. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about this. Oh, my God. Well, we're still a ways away from that, <laughs> but my God. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we learned that uh, Robin originally came from the West Blue, which is where O'Hara was. For some reason, I was convinced that this was a, an island on the Grand Line, but no, it's... Me too! It's West Blue. Which makes some sense, as we'll get into, like, was we first kind of see, like, Robin here... You know, like, she's just, you know, like, reading a book by herself, you know, as a little kid. Um, and then, you know, there's a bunch of kids like, oh, you know, see over there, I found the monster. Um, and, you know, they're throwing rocks at her and stuff. And then, you know, that's when you sort of see, like, oh, they call her a monster because she already has her devil fruit. And she's eight. Yeah. It's, I, she's basically as young as Luffy was when um, he got his devil fruit. Yeah. And it, it makes sense, you know, I imagine, and this is kind of like a, re- a remote place, not near the Grand Line, so... Like you probably don't see devil fruits that often, so you probably some 
you would see this and go like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> that's a monster. That's true. And like we East Blue is the most peaceful relatively of the seas. And we only saw three devil fruits. Well, four before we left. Uh, yeah. And two right before right before we left is when we actually saw them. So, yeah, yeah. it is not a common thing. So it does explain the whole monster thing for the for that whole aspect. Um, yeah. And it, it just. Oh, God, you you feel for, for her because it's the like classic British <laughs> telling of like orphans where girls, yeah. all, uh, kids all on their own. All the adults are crappy. All the all the kids are crappy. She just wants to have a family like them. But nobody wants to give her that chance except for um, you know, just the, the rarity and just seeing her like, you know, today is like she goes to her aunt and like, oh, it's my daughter's birthday. Uh, so the three of us are going out to dinner. You can have this bread. Don't eat too much jam and make sure to do all these chores. So she sent Cinderella as well. And it's just like seeing her cry like this poor girl. These pages are brutal, man. Like I'm and, and she's just like crying as she's you know, like uh, mopping up the floor. It's just like, OK, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is already uh, getting me to tear up. Yeah, and then she goes to visit this central tree, which is just awesome as far as a, a, a place. The Tree of Knowledge in the O'Hara Library and Archaeological Research Center. And people are saying, ah, she's coming, she's returning your books in your places. And that's when this Professor Clover and all the other archaeologists here do this big celebration that they like, Robin. Congratulations. Uh, we have cake. That doctoral exam you passed, you passed with a perfect score. Uh, you're, you're now an archaeologist yourself, which... Man, that's impressive. Uh, the uh, and just the the raw contrast between like how her home life and you know how she's treated in her day to day versus you know like all of these like all of these archaeologists basically treat her like her daughter, mm-hmm. yeah, or like their daughter. So it's just like oh man, yeah, so it's... she does. There is a place for her after all. Thank goodness and God, I love Mister uh, Professor Clover's design. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I, for some reason, thought he was younger. I, I don't know. Like, he, he's actually kind of cooler looking than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, Despite it's a silly hairstyle, having... but his actual clothes are pretty, pretty styling, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a lot, like, I, I, a lot cooler of a character than I gave him credit for. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say that much. But, uh, we'll, we'll, um... We'll get, we'll see what happens with this. We do have a little bit of an SBS though, where we somebody was concerned about the um, receiver that Sanji yeah, crushed. Which, that was part of it. I didn't even think about. I that. was too. Actually, yeah, I guess you did mention it, but yeah, it was like no, 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 that's not part of the transponders now. Don't worry about that. I'm I'm glad he clarified that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I was gonna it's say, nice. Sanji wouldn't he wouldn't hurt an innocent animal. No, he only cooks them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although it does remind me of, I we never mentioned it during our talk about the TV show, uh, the live action. Mm-hmm. I love how they expanded it to the transponder snails to include like earpieces. Yeah, it's great. To get like Bluetooth <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh God. Um, as far as the other one, I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Next up is chapter 392, Dureshi. I'm like, what the heck is that when I saw that title? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have the continuation of Bond Clay versus Hina. And this is awesome. It, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not looking so good for Bond Clay because she immediately uses her powers to put 
a latch on one of his legs. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah. How do you fight her? <laughs> I don't know. That is... It's just... This whole part of the cover story has definitely just been, I, I don't know, Bond Clay continuing to be just one of the best. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can, we pick up and we continue with the party where she's presented with her badge, that certifies her as a scholar. And, uh, you know, you must thoroughly understand what it means to be an archaeologist. And my God, Robin's so precious when she's... Yeah, she looks so happy just yeah. holding that little medal. I'm all... <laughs> Oh, my heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the things I, I made sure to get when I visited J- Japan, the one time I visited, J- visited Japan, I found a uh, figure of just her smiling, holding a book. And I'm like, I, as a, as a kid, I'm like, yeah. I need this figure. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, just, it's yeah. Still in good shape. Also got one of Luffy with him just as a kid holding up meat. I think they have one for each of them as kids, which I was like, oh, yeah, Aww. I wish I could get all of them, but I got I got to go to yeah. two th- favorites. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they sort of break down what it means to be an archaeologist in this world. Uh, knowledge of the past. 5,000 years old. That's how old the tree of knowledge is. And in that time, countless documents have been sent here from all over the world. Priceless artifacts of all of humanity. This library takes pride in storing the world's most important and the most ancient knowledge. So under this tree of knowledge, fine archaeologists from every sea have gathered. And there's no historical mystery that can't be unraveled with the help of the documents here. Be proud and uh, to be able to study archaeology in such a place. So I look forward to your continued research and contributions. And she immediately says, I want to unravel yep. <laughs> the, void, the void in history. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is taboo. Well, I love just like the adorable, um, like, uh, straightforwardness of Robin as a child here. You know, you know where she's just like, well... You know, she wants to understand what happened during the 100 blank years. And, you know, uh, of course, uh, Professor Clover's like, how do you know of that? And then, you know, she's like, hey, you guys have been doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, You've been using your powers to peek into the basement. It's like, well, you'd uh, you'd find me out otherwise. So I want to be an archaeologist so I can join you. And I tried my hardest. And you feel like, oh, it's a kid's logic. It's so precious. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Exactly. And they're like, yeah, you are knowledgeable, but you're still a child because if we were discovered, we're going to die. We, we, we will kill us. Uh, yep. Also, just notice the cat or the lion on the back of his of his shirt as he's telling her, <laughs> telling her all this. And that's adorable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, because since this became the law of the world 800 years ago, the reality is that countless scholars have lost their lives, as many as star- their stars in the sky, researching this void history. So we've gone too far. We can't turn back. And we don't want a kid to get caught up in this. So you are forbidden from returning to the library or the research center uh, if you go near the basement again, which caused her to just cry and run off, which you feel for. But you understand as an adult why they're doing this. Yeah. Now, so this is the tricky part of, um, I guess, like the format of this podcast, because I... Is this the first time that we've heard them mention the the void century of the this like a hundred year gap? No, she has I, mentioned okay. it once before in um when it, she was talking about the uh, void history specifically during the Skypea arc. Uh, okay, it just mentions here and there just that it was a hundred year gap, and that's the reason she was like, researching the Poneglyph and trying to find. Maybe it was a little bit during Alabasta as well. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just googling it to like when it came up first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was during Alabasta. Yeah, because it. that that was her goal. That she was willing yeah. to work with Crocodile, in quotes, for. Uh, so she could mm-hmm. find that out. But, um, yeah. That, but we have not gotten anything more than just it's a lost time for 
some reason. We don't. Yeah, we don't yeah. know that. There are a lot of things like that where I'm just kind of like, because I'm I'm kind of balancing my broad knowledge of One Piece as a as a series and sort of like all of the various little uh, bits of lore and story elements. Like I'm trying to remember. Like, wait, have we gotten to this yet, or, or have we not? So <laughs> yeah. I was definitely reading. Uh, I was trying to remember what parts of this were new revelations and new information, and and what isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we get to meet Robin's mother, uh, Olvia. <laughs> I'm going to hate saying that name because I want to say Olivia so bad. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I keep, and I, I saw the, the wanted poster first. Uh, I was like, is that a, a, a typo? Probably like, you know, uh, Japanese people writing in English and not always, you know, mm-hmm. th- th- those kind of mistakes happen. I'm like, oh, no, her name is actually Olvia. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But... Um, <clears throat> As she's uh, sadly walking on the beach, trying to figure, uh, just you know, unsure about what to do, she comes across a shipwrecked giant, and I I love the scenes between these two. <laughs> she's, They're ad- just adorable, <laughs> and I love that. So he he wakes up and the he sees Robin, and the first thing is that you know he roars at her, trying to intimidate her, and you know she's just not having it. Uh-huh. And he just <laughs> it's like wah wah. And it's like worms. <laughs> and then you see like oh yeah, water. Um, yeah. And uh, all he says is, I'm alive. I wonder if she's okay, too. Is this place, there's our town near? Well, I, mm-hmm. wish I, hadn't drift, I wish I had drifted to an uninhabited island. So you stand there, but nothing exciting is going to happen because I hurt my leg. So I, I'm going to build a laugh and I'll be uh, a raft and then I'll be gone soon. And <laughs> I just, the interactions between these two is so adorable because she's just like sort of one sentence, sort of just quietly observing him and just yeah. like. Uh, first time you've seen a giant? Yep. Well, let me think, one thing clear. Don't me lump, lump me in with the savages like the Elbaf. They're the most famous, so of course the world believes all giants are like them, but there are gentle giants too. I, I sort of love that. That I feel like every other time we've seen giants, like there's always this... I mean, like, yeah, they're, they're basically Vikings, but like they're, they're, there's this element of like like grandeur and, um, you know, just like, you, you see the way that like Luffy and Usopp see the, the giants that we've met so far. And it's just like, oh, man, these guys are awesome. And then here's uh, Saul just kind of like, oh, no, don't let me in with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I'm I'm not a barbarian like them. And yeah. uh, he, you can definitely tell he's not built like them either. Yeah. Although I guess that is something that even now that I didn't really uh, wasn't super clear to me is that there are giants who aren't from Elbath. Yes. I, I guess that is yeah. the implication here. So, yeah. Anyway, he eventually asks her, like, okay, I know it's useless, but please don't tell anyone about me. Okay, that was too easy. I know it's impossible. No, I don't want yeah. anything. You're lying. Kids can't keep a secret. But I'm not interested in you. That's when we get where, where just, his name comes from. His laugh yeah. is Dureshi, 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 Dureshi. I yeah, don't know how you do that. I, I think it's it, it's like Dureshi, or like something like that. Yeah. I, I've, I haven't heard it in the anime in a long time but it, it's very weird <laughs> i mean well one piece has is full of weird laughs so i think this one might be the weirdest so far i think so to, to, to the point that even robin is just kind of like what <laughs> what are you saying and god it's so precious you just want to protect this girl when you see her la- laugh like that yeah and uh he's and just like ah you should laugh more too and it's like anyway my name is saul Jaguar D. Saul D. Oh! <laughs> oh, hello, okay. Will of D all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that he says that every member of his family has that middle initial, which huh. is also, but I mean, huh. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. But that's all that's left at. We get two panels on that. That's it. 
Yeah, that's it. Okay, all right. It's like, yep. oh, here's, here, here, have a nibble of the carrot. That's it. That's yep. all you got. Oh. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> oh my god, that's so interesting. But uh, either way, uh, he just says, "Hey, there'll be trouble if they find me. The people that are after me find me. So you know, don't say anything." But four nights after the giant's arrival, arrival, um, somebody else lands on the on the on the beach uh, in a marine ship. But in that meantime, as well, is that Robin's been sneaking food for Saul as little as it matters. But he appreciates the uh, the gesture because he's yeah, just been I, I, I just, fish. Yeah, I was gonna say he says that eight fish during the night. You just see like this giant like like fish skeleton in front of him. <laughs> Thank God there are such big fish in the sea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would want him to starve. Nope. He's just like uh, you, you sure have a lot of time on your hands, huh? Uh, Won't your family and friends get suspicious? I don't have any par- parents. Well, I do have my mother. Uh, she went out for sea, went out for work, and I don't remember what she looks like. I love the archaeologists, but they won't help, uh, include me in their research. And the kids in town think I'm creepy. And he's like, oh, yeah. you have a power. <laughs> yeah, it's just the little sequence of all of the heads sprouting up on on um, Saul's arm. This is just, it, it's cute. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I've been to the Grand Line. It's it's no, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, 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 which I think was what I was getting at earlier. Like, yeah, in the Grand Line, yeah, that's not that weird. But I guess all the way out here, it's just like, ah, oh, monster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we get the, sort of the core idea of Saul. When you're laughing, you can be happy. Uh, because you're happy when you, uh, you're, you're happy, you laugh, right? So it follows that if you feel happy, if you, if you laugh, you'll start to feel happy. A light bulb just went off in my head and I, I can't say why. No, okay. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't think I can say why, but <laughs> I feel like this will come up, you know, this will definitely come up later. Obviously. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those, if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But out to sea, we get to meet director Spandine, the former director cp director of cp9 and ah held so both of us had this confusion we learned because we were talking before we uh, started the podcast where i was like i could have swore we saw spandam's father at some point and he was like and we both thought it was during the tom back uh backstory but no it's during robin's yeah, I completely forgot that this character was here. <laughs> uh, it's and I guess it it makes sense because it's about like the same time frame too. Because that was twenty two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess uh, the, so. the Tom one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah I guess I just, I just conflated them in my brain. I, I, I just had this idea of like Spandam just growing up and then finding about the best about this. But no, this was happening basically concurrently, a little bit before we actually meet Spandam as a CP four director. Yeah. So. Huh. Very, very interesting that, you know, they're both full grown and both pieces of crap. So. Yep. Oh, boy. But either way, we end off with like, oh, great. The Navy's here as like scholars are starting to try to find ways to protect things just in case. And Robin's learning to laugh with Dureshi. Which is. Ah, (laughs) stop it. Right. Oh, it's not fair. All right. Well, let's get to chapter 393. Olvia and hey, while uh, Von Clay and Hina are fighting, he still hasn't gotten fully captured yet. Mister Five and Miss Golden Week grab Miss Valentine off the uh, off the rope, and they're out of here. It looks like they exploded it off based on uh, the the smoking rubble. Yeah, Von Clay being a distraction for his friends twice. It's just a, a stand-up individual. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if I'll I wanna, be the decoy. I don't think I want that angle on Mister Five though. 
Yeah, I, I kind of I forgot he was wearing the shorts. <laughs> oh lord! Oh dear, dear, dear. But uh, we'll have to see how that rescue continues to go. In the meantime, Saul has finally finished his raft. He's ready to head out, and uh, Robin's sad because oh, you're going already. Uh, and he's like, oh, um, that's right. I was going to put up a flag, so I'll stay a little bit longer, and that makes her happy. It's like, oh, she has a Aww. friend. Yeah, and. This is where he learns, like, oh, you want to go out to sea too, Robin? It's like, well, my mother is very busy with her research. But someday when she returns to the island, I'm going to ask her to take take me with her. So that's why I studied to become an archaeologist. And that just sort of impresses uh, Saul. She's like, you don't remember what she looks like. No, but she's my mother. I wish I could see her. And that's when Robin brings up the 100-year blank as well. She's, she's like, still a kid. Yep. There's a hundred year blank in the history of the Can't world that no one shut. knows anything about. Oh, the void. That's interesting that Saul knows about that too. I'm sort of curious, but the government forbids checking into it. Well, I heard that my mom was going around the, the world trying to find out about it, so don't tell us this to anyone, but because it's actually against the law. And that's and when something clicks. And you see clicks. that face. Yeah, Saul's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that mean she's going around looking for the poneglyphs? But you know about poneglyphs? Uh... Wait a second. You must never talk about poneglyphs in, in front of others, especially that that your mother is searching for it. Uh, what's your mother's name? Olvia? Ah, crap. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, just the way that he just, like, arms flayed, just falls back. He's yep. just like, Robin is Olvia's daughter. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's like, is this island O'Hara? Oh, God, I washed up on, o- on O'Hara. <laughs> I, I'm, okay. Which is funny, he didn't know this whole time. Well, he didn't leave this spot, so how would you know? He didn't. He does, he yeah, that's true. He doesn't yeah. have a view of the tree. <laughs> yeah, he was nah, passed that's out. A good point. He was passed out when he washed up, and he's been on this spot, not in view of the tree, the entire time. So, mm-hmm. oh boy, and um, I I think I remember some aspects of this that we haven't read yet with the next set of chapters. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it for that moment there because I it something finally clicked with me on the our, uh, us going back through these pages. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'll give it, but it's better for next time where it's, it's probably going to be fully revealed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, either way, the big problem here is that a Navy battleship is headed to O'Hara to eradicate the scholars. So never tell those government people that you're a scholar. Uh, he's like, no, she's, she's like, you know, you're lying. And like, no, I would not lie to you. This is true. So run back to town and make sure there's nothing strange going on. And hey, maybe your mother's returned here too, which, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And, and that's when lo and behold, actually, yeah, lo and behold, we actually get to meet Olvia, and and you want to talk about some drip? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, it runs with the family. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like I, I like how Olvia is basically just an uh, older Robin, except with I think blonde hair. We'll go with I, I, I think it's white. White, yeah. If I remember, yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Something like that, but it's still, it's still a yeah. cool look, and uh, yeah. Oh man, she's just concerned. It's like I, I hate to be a be, be the bearer of bad news, but uh, yeah, they're here to wipe us out. Even the investigation investigative team that uh, went to see six years ago that she was part of, uh, all three mem- thirty three members except herself died. She was captured by the Navy, and after going through every po- piece of their murdered her murdered comrades' belongings, the government c- was able to conclude that we were from O'Hara. I mean, I get. I guess it's an interesting thing that I. I don't know. Probably not a translation thing, or just the way that she words it. That they, uh, everybody except herself, died when it's the 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 Navy killed them. You know, yeah, <laughs> the government killed them. Yeah, the government outright killed them all. She's basically like, I'm so sorry that we got caught, and you you guys are going to be put in danger because of us. It's like, no, no, Clover's like you. You're the one that you know went through hell basically. Yep. Uh, so which 
I, I feel like this whole situation is just like what what the hell is happening that like the government would go this far? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what are they trying to hide? That is a good question because it seems like a lot to go through to just hide that hundred year gap. And uh, yeah, it's it's basically. Like, okay, so we're finally considered a threat by the government. It's like, well, they probably think they have us by the tail because we've been researching this for a long time and they finally got a hold of information. Um, so, like, hey, all you scholars, you've got to leave because uh, we're not going to be able to invade the, evade the investigation this time around. They intend to kill us. But all of them are stubborn because... Yeah, know, they're like, no, nah, we're going to die with this information. <laughs> yeah, like, these artifacts of humanity, like, we can't leave these behind. We got, we've yep. got to safeguard them. So... Um, yeah, so we, we're going to stick around. And she's like, by, by the way, shouldn't you go see your daughter? And she's like, I have no right to see her. And you can tell the pain of her uh, not wanting to leave the yeah. two-year-old Robin. And I got to say, as cute as eight-year-old Robin is, I don't know if I can say the same about two-year-old Robin. That head is huge. Yeah, <laughs> huge head, tiny little neck. It's very, yeah, <laughs> very exaggerated. But. Yeah. That's that's one piece for you. Mm-hmm. It looks like even her husband got caught at some point and killed by this because they're like, we'll fulfill your husband's wish uh, wishes. And like, no, no, I'm a scholar of Nahara. I cannot abandon the will of those who came before me. So she's like, but I can abandon my child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, great. <laughs> and, this, this, and this is when the sort of abuse begins. Like, if you don't stop crying, I'll spank you. It's like, hey, she's only two. Well, so is our child. I don't care if she's your older sister's daughter or whatever. How could you take her in? She's just like. Yep. So like, there's there's the. The aunt crappy, and uncle. Uh, crappy, uh, yeah, crappy aunt and uncle. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that's when she comes across Clover and is like, "Ah, oh, yes, all the this the world's best bri- library. You like books? How about you read all these?" And she, you know, having her check out all these and basically showing how Clover basically raised her. Let's be honest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You really see where Olvia's coming here from here, where you know, like she basically abandoned her daughter because you know, like, like I've crossed the line, so I don't. I can't make her the child of a criminal, which I mean, she becomes a pirate anyway. So it's <laughs> a little bit ironic, <laughs> well, but <laughs> I don't know if she's fully a pirate in this. It's just, she's just wanted by the government. It just, yeah. It, or it just mean more of like, I don't want my child to become a criminal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. And now it's not just a Marine ship that's coming here. It's a world government ship. Uh, so it's like, Oh, this is not going to end well. And obvious uh, heads out basically like, I, I'm going to try to protect you guys no matter what. Uh, so she heads out with a gun while yep. <laughs> Spandine uh, lands with all these other government forces and basically like, all right, uh, I hope this mission gets me a promotion and round up everyone who calls himself a scholar. It's like, Which, <laughs> wow. It's like just right off the bat, you know exactly what this guy is. He's just like a son. And then we get the tra- another tragedy where Robin's running towards it. Alvia's running away from it, and they pass each other by, and they have no idea. No. And Saul, in the meantime, is just like, I'm so sorry, Robin. Yep. (laughs) And as if things weren't already going from bad to worse. We get to meet, meet in quotes, Vice Admiral Kuzan. Turns out, as we learned before, that when you become an admiral, because when you reach the rank of admiral, you get that name. Uh, of yep. one of the admirals. So before Alkaji became Alkaji, he was Kuzan, yep. vice admiral. So yeah. still the Al-Kiji's same though. Loves to sleep. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he just had to make wake me up. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh God, you could just you you know how this ends, so you can see the tragedy coming a mile yeah. away, and, and it you sucks. you already know based on prior interactions of you know 
Kuzan has already alluded to like, oh yeah, you know, like we met, <laughs> mm-hmm. we we have some history. He's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> yeah, oh boy, and yep, chapter three hundred and ninety four, the demons of Ohara, and God, I love this spread. I was gonna say, I really want to see gorgeous. this spread in color. It's just seeing the light come through between the trees, just the sense of adventure. It, it almost feels like like this could be like a Skypea. Um, it really could uh, like color spread. I, yeah. You can almost see this like artwork featured in like, I, I, like a theme park. Like you go to Disney and like this, ah, this is this themed ride. And here's the artwork sort of matching along with it as, as, as we're all going on an adventure, that sort of thing. Yeah. Good stuff. But time for more, for more sad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and Robin arrives with Robin arriving at the tree of knowledge and it's like, Hey, was my mother here? And, uh, they're like, Oh God, how'd she know? Like, no, no, no. She, yeah. She's, <laughs> She's not, no way she'd be here. Uh, and it's like, all right, fine. It's, but why the sudden outburst? It's like, oh, yeah, terrible news. The Navy warships are headed towards the island. They're coming to arrest all the scholars. It's like, is that a rumor in town? Um, <laughs> it's like, how do you know this? But uh, yep. we kind of already know even, even so. But never reveal the fact that you're an archaeologist because even if the government agents come here, you are young, so nobody's going to suspect you to be one. So do not tell them you're a scholar. And that's when the government rushes in and takes them all and arrests them all. So lovely. Yep. I was going to say, I, I, there's definitely a running theme here of uh, just like, all right, Robin, you have to keep the secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Robin, keep the secret. Robin, keep the secret. Robin, keep the like, secret. You're, like, you're eight years old, you know. <laughs> oh, this poor girl. No wonder she ended up the way she was with just how many secrets she's had to keep. Oh, yep. my gosh. But yeah, it's. The government people arrive and he's just like, he's just calmly saying, hey, don't be rough. There's important documents here. Uh, they're more valuable than you realize. It's like, we don't have to listen to you. Take them out. And they're just like, oh, great. Just like, of course. This yep. yep. Of just wave, waving around their power. Yep. And uh, townspeople, uh, the archaeologists of this island are actually demons who desire the destruction of the world. Uh, that is what we suspect. Uh, but they are regarded as brilliant scholars. They are. They, they, people are like, wait, they're. They're the prides of the jo- of the islands. They're renowned around the world. So what's going on with that? Anyway, this island will be uh, subject to an exa- uh, exhaustive investigative uh, investigation. Uh, with no con- those with no connection will uh, need to bring proof of identification to the west coast and board the evacuation be- vessel. You're being kicked Which out. Is- <laughs> yeah, basically they're like, all right, <laughs> get everybody out. <laughs> yep. And they're like, so why is it necessary for us to be left behind? It's like, up oh, if you ignore this warning and suffer the consequences later, it's not of our not of our concern. It's like, oh, they're gonna kill That's us. Brutal. Let's get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, they're just uh, kind of straight up an ultimatum. You know, <laughs> get out or die. And then we get the panel that confirms that Spandine is absolutely Spandam's father because he gets shot. Yep. And he's like, I've been shot. It's over. I'm Garner. A Garner. Curses. Send a message to my superiors that my son should fill my direct- position as director. And it's like, oh, that, oh, the, oh, the bullet only went through your jacket sleeve. Oh, right. Oh, well. <laughs> that, ma- that makes me wonder what happened. To- <laughs> if, he was all- if he was that quick to be like, all right, get my, uh, you know, if- should anything happen to me, get my son in. Like, what actually happened to? I can almost see Spandam killing his own father. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. It just seems the type. That's all you need. It's just that cowardly act immediately into I'm ah, I have the upper hand here because you're the heinous criminal. I didn't expect to find you here. And, you know, it's this is my chance for promotions and being seen as greater. So <laughs> whatever. So it doesn't you know, it's like, 
with the, because you might think you have all kinds of excuses to prove nothing that no connection to Ohara, but we have the connection. So we're going to search every every inch of this island and find proof of Poneglyph research. So we're we're positive of that. It's interesting that they they kind of from the jump were like you know every time that we caught people looking for the Poneglyph, we always searched for a link with Ohara, where it's like they kind of had a sneaking suspicion mm-hmm. um, that, and, and it, it seems like you know they were kind of like. Um, yeah, yeah, we're uh, obvious. Like you were trying to make an example out of us, so it's like, yeah, you were. Uh, they're basically yeah, like trying to prove what will happen if you try to research the void. Yeah, do this, and you will end up like this. So sheesh. she, and she knows a lot, and she's like, wow, you know, you well, you know a lot, but <coughs> excuse me, but you know, as a formality, we must confirm the guilt, and that you know, we're not pirates. That's why we came all the way out here to conduct the search and chase everyone who's evolved. That's my mission. So get her. Which and then th- is, I think, fairly illuminating. Where they're, you know, they're just like, we're not pirates, but you know, like the, the only difference is that <laughs> is that we have to go through the formality, right? Uh, and then, tr- tr- as a reader, <laughs> like yes. somebody, somebody considers himself like a very much a writer and loves books. To seeing them manhandle that information is just like... Yep. This is a 5,000-year-old library, man. Yeah. <laughs> Which I that's... think might be, like, the furthest back in terms of time we've seen anything in the story up to this point. I think so. I'm, al- I'm, I'm already forgetting, like, some of the... Um, some of the Skypea stuff was also pretty far back, but I don't... I forget the exact number of the Skypea stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm positive somebody has a timeline. Oh, absolutely! There dude. is no way that's not. There's not a absolutely. This happened there. I mean, I, I got thrown off by them using a um, a different calendar system during the uh, um, like the Jaya flashback and stuff. Yeah, in Skype. Yeah, so I was like, wait, when when the hell are we? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh boy, and the warships are already within sight. The scholars are being arrested. Uh, people are panicking to try to get out, and all the while, um. It's like, hey, the, the Clover's just like, hey, Robin, get on the evacuation ship. She's like, no, there's not going to be anybody nice on that ship anyway. I'm staying here with you. It's like, Robin, I like. It's like, go. It's like, no, I like you people. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, just feel bad for her because she's right. There is nobody nice. And it's like, why would you, as a child, abandon the people that are kind to you, to these type of, to this type of fate? And <laughs> that's when. Uh, Spandine shows up and drops off the body, the beaten up body of um, Alvia. It's like I was nearly killed. Such frightening <laughs> monsters! In this I mean, yeah, I guess he was he was shot. I guess so he's, he, he's not technically wrong, but should have gone for the head. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> but um, yeah, this one's an escapee. The rest of her group was executed the other day for the crime of deciphering the ancient writings. If you admit that you're connected with this woman, things will go much faster. And Robin's just like, how cool to treat a woman like that. It's like, oh no. And that's that's when Alvia realizes who she is, like hearing her name. Well, she's it's like, oh. it's yeah. Clover says, Robin, go to the evacuation ship, and then <laughs> she's like, Robin. <laughs> oh, and then just like that that smile. She's tearing up, seeing mm. her child again for the first time in six years. From two to eight, and it's just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yep, yep. And that's when there's an explosion, and the, the scholars are freaking out. They're just 5,000 like, years. Yep. 
And then that's when they say, like, ah, we found it. There's an underground chamber. We discovered a large stone believed to be the Poneglyph and research material that is definitely related to the ancient writings. And that's when, of course, we get the evil look of Spandine, just like that dark shadows. Your death penalty has been confirmed. Ugh. And now my job is done. All that's left is report yeah. to the five elders. And Robin's just like, wait, they're not actually going to kill everybody, right? Just for reading the ancient writings? Why? Uh, this is some some interesting dialogue here. Yeah. It's like, you stupid child. Your, their ultimate objective was to create the po- a powerful weapon based on their research. Multitudes would be killed. It's like, no, nobody's planning anything like that. If, is what the... Is, is, and that's when Clover comes out and says, is what Here the government go, yeah. fears really the weapon itself? Before we are killed, let us speak to the five elders. Uh, after many years of uh, research conducted, uh, we our goal is still unfulfilled, but let's, uh, let us report our hypothesis about the hundred year void. And that's Which, where we stop. That's, I mean, what else does an archaeologist do but report their findings? Exactly. So it only makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm very uh, excited for Clover's um, One Piece uh, Theory YouTube channel because that's what we're about to get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the good stuff there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we do have another SBS that I think uh, kind of goes into the puns of uh, Zoro's techniques. But not, 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 they don't really even explain it in the, there. It's just like, ah, there's this that this is where they go from. And it's like, okay, I don't fully understand, but whatever. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. another pun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. All right. Well, our final chapter for this set, 395, Ohara versus the world government. And, well, at least these three have escaped thanks to Miss Golden Week's uh, Betrayal Black, where they allowed, or they take over the ship, so... Yeah, I was going to say, they, they took Keita's ship, so is Hina stranded there? Yeah, and so is Mr. Oh, Two God. and Mr. Three. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, man. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, uh, who knows how that's all going to go, but these three got away at least, so we'll see what happens. Yep. But uh, the warships are confirming that they're still on standby, and uh, the people are still panicking as they're running away and trying to get to the evacuation ship. And all the while, the government officials find the Poneglyph. Which, it, here's we get something interesting. Yeah. No matter what they try, blasting it or whatever, it won't make a mark. They cannot destroy it. And they are indestructible. Indestructible. They cannot, and they, they're scattered all over the world. And this, Saul has finally been spurred into action. It's just like, why didn't I know, just saying, what did I, why didn't I notice it uh, sooner? And it freaks out the people. It's like, oh, God, yeah. it's a giant. <laughs> yeah, as if everything else wasn't already happening. Yeah. Ah, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, all the, the uh, apparently we're talking to the five elders where they're like, ah, it's as we suspected. So execution. Uh, what an unfortunate outcome. They broke the law of the world and we cannot look the other way. Uh, other ways. Like Clover just sees right there. Enough of the false pity. You're not fooling us. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is where I was like, oh man, like Clover's actually like kind of goaded. Yeah, badass here. You <laughs> he's know, a badass. He's like, I don't have to put up with this crap. I'm in, I'm on tenure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. Uh, it's like uh, you know, we know your name. You've contributed much to the cultures of the world. Uh, to think you would go astray. How sad. It's like oh, this fault. Yeah, you just that, that's all you need to hear is like oh, these people are just the worst still. Yep. 
Reading the Poneglyph makes possible the revival of ancient weapons and it poses a danger to the world. Even if you don't have evil intent, others may come along who intend to take advantage of what you've learned. And it's the Which, same that might be the most to... sensible thing that they've said <laughs> this True. whole time. But it also goes back to what Tom said. It's all about the people, yeah. not the not the object itself. And exactly. This, it's the same that same sort of connection that it's interesting that Frankie and Robin are sort of bonding in a way. Uh, yeah, the, their backstories are kind of eerily similar. Yeah, very much so. And Clover's just like, no, whatever lies in the past, if it is part of the human history of humanity, then it should be accepted. We have to confront everything that happened without fear, and we'll never be able to counter anything anything that way otherwise. Which, hmm, know, that bears, uh, <laughs> that stands up today. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, if, if you don't think uh, One Piece is a political story, you can, <laughs> like, I, I, like w- listen to the words that you are reading right now. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 this is just sort of like, eh, boring, 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 bang, ah, there's fighty stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like, no, no, like, there's, this is all about the control of information and, and the, you know, like, like, history's, you know, written by the winners. And that's kind of what the world government is right now, as we're, mm-hmm. you know, about to see. Yeah. Because Clover's like, why did the people of the past resort to writing on the stone in order to convey a message to the to the future? They dotted the world with these unbreakable stone tablets, which they carved their history. Isn't this because they felt that their message would be eradicated if left only to paper, paper and books, which we're kind of seeing demonstrated right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In in other words, this is the proof the people who left the Poneglyph behind had an enemy. And And just that shot of the the elders in shadow where they're just like, what are you implying? (laughs) Yes. If we assume that these people were annihilated by their enemy, then this enemy survived through the subsequent history. And coincidentally, the hundred year void ended 800 years ago, which marks the birth of the world government. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah. If the government happened to be the enemy of the people who were annihilated, we can conclude that the hundred year void contains a history that was inconvenient to the world government and hence was erased. So after reading the ancient manuscripts and the few poneglyphs that have been found, we've gradually discovered the existence of a nation of which no trace now remains. So what is clear is the existence of an immense kingdom. Holy hell. Yeah, there we go. I forgot there we go. about this. That yeah. the government is like the victors of this whatever war and yeah. immediately set about to erase their past. Yeah, that's God. And that's it, it goes without saying that I, like the void century is the most like one of the most interesting aspects of like One Piece lore because it is just like an entire time period that like we don't know really what happened we have a whole lot of little breadcrumbs here and there but what's clear is that it is like the entire system on which the world currently works is like is based on like whatever the results of the void were yeah yeah and it it, like it is convenient to the people in power that nobody knows and nobody is allowed to find out what happened this likely shows why the government comes across as extremely corrupt yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Huh. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy, that is, God, that is uh, fascinating. It's, yep, it just really is. Um, and, it, and Clover says, without a doubt, the so-called ancient weapons could destroy the world. However, more importantly, the history will re- reveal the very existence and idea of this kingdom is, in fact, what the world government finds so threatening. And they're like, "Yeah, kill them." <laughs> yeah, which. 
uh that to me says okay he's right <laughs> yep that's pretty much a right you he's right, right. <laughs> he got it yep oh uh, yep. got it in one <laughs> yep ohara's learned well, too much and attack well, the thing to me god that it's even you know where um clover says we don't know the nature of this threat but the key is the ancient kingdom that once thrive or the key is this ancient kingdom that once thrived and its name was and then he's oh. cut off and killed yeah so I and I, I still don't think we know what the name is. I don't know. I, um, I, I know I've never yeah. heard it. Yeah. There's, God, there's, <laughs> there's so many fascinating uh, little, like, just wrinkles into the One Piece world. And I, I can't help but think that this arc in particular is, like, this is where it all blows up. This is mm. where the lore just, like, it, the well goes way deeper than you thought it did. And I think, to an extent, that applies to Skypea, too, but, like, that felt kind of like you're learning bits of like kind of almost like the pure unvarnished truth of what happened. And then here is like Water 7 in India's lobby is like, okay, now here's what the people in power are doing to maintain the status quo. And so the, the fact that we've gone from like learning about the ancient weapons in Alabasta to now like, okay, now like here's what we're really trying to, you know... The ancient weapons are a front, basically. It feels, Pretty much. It feels like. I mean, yeah. Spanum still fully like, believes in them. Where he he wants the ancient weapons for himself. But. Yeah, and, and it seems like they are dangerous, and and that they are uh, possibly involved with like whatever happened. But it seems like it's almost like uh, a convenient excuse. Yeah, it definitely yeah. seems like that's the case. And basically, Clover saying all that, to my knowledge, seems to seal the fates of everybody on the island. Like, I, I yeah, is it? Am I wrong in saying that they're killing even the evacuees now? I, I'm I not think so. Yeah, sure on that, but that's the feeling. Oh, well, I well got. here, I th- over. I think that's on the um. You got the the five elders on on the transponder snail saying, "Don't leave a single soul alive." Yeah, that's where I get. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's 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 time. Yeah, they're they're done here. Which, what, what like this is the lengths that they'll go to, and then here you go. You know, uh, Spandine, you know, pushes the button. You know, there's the Buster call. Yep. Uh, where it's just like, all right, nuke it. <laughs> and some and like, oh god, he pushed it, and we got the silver transponder snail that is receiving line. Like up, oh, it's the button, the Buster call. Let's do this, and like the fact that so many men can just go along with this crap, they just buy into the word of the government. I guess is the best way to put yeah. it. Yeah, Ugh. not not to be that person, but the the world government is a fascist entity. Like like it it just is right. Oh, like that's it absolutely the, that's is. what Oda's getting at. Is like yeah. this is fascism. <laughs> this is about like the control of information. You know, yep. like this is, uh, and I think what you're seeing is. Uh, uh, like, I, I think that's why, like, the pirates are so, or, like, they're so diametrically opposed to the pirates, because they represent, like, like freedom in kind of every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it, it really is, like, the exact opposite. Um, yeah. So, and, like, but like make of that of you will. excuse for people to band together. Yeah, yeah. Like, go, I, I feel like. Different countries, because, like, I don't think Alabaster would be okay with this. Let's, just, let's put it that way. Right, yeah. I mean, because they... Like the Poneglyph was a very important thing for like the the Nefletari family to like protect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, and so there's, mm-hmm. yeah, and God, there's 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 so many different like aspects <laughs> and facets to this that like the the lore I think has been just uh, opened up. You know, oh, this yeah. is like all right, the 
the possibilities feel endless here almost and we're we're only going to get more and more of the stuff as the series goes on and this is like yeah god to me this is the moment where everything feels suddenly so much bigger and the the, the history of this world feels so much more important yeah absolutely yeah. It, it really it shows why robin's so important yeah yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's fascinating um, but there's a fire at the library. They're desperately trying to put it out to save the books. Spandine's like, all right, there's more information that Alvia still knows. We can't have her die here. So, you know, bring her with me. And that's when, like, all right, Robin, get oh, out no. Of here. oh, no. And that's when Robin's no. like, is that you, mother? Ah, <laughs> uh, we're back to it again where she's crying. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Robin. I can't acknowledge you. It's, it's, it's very different from the um, Belmare situation. It reminded me of it, but it is kind of a different twist on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want oh. to acknowledge you, but I can't because you will be hurt. Yep. Yep. <sighs> just... And, yeah, just all the memories about just how, you know, she's been abused by her aunt and just ugh, all of it. Crying, all the all the stuff that she's went through. And she's like, are you my mother? And Spandine is like, you have a kid? It's like, no, I, I'm sorry, I don't. I think you're mistaking me for somebody else. And it's just like, oh. Yeah. And that's when she blurts out, I'm Robin. I've grown some, but don't you remember me? I've waited all this time for you to come home. I hope that we could walk hand and we could hold hands and walk together. And it's just like. And I then here's studied, the zinger. I studied really hard to become an archaeologist. I can read the Poneglyph, too. So yep. please let me stay with you. And that's please don't let me leave me alone and that's when spandine takes interest in her and the buster call commences and you could just see yep. all the firings on there it's just that like, my heart sank dude uh, it, just, it's robin trying to reach out and be acknowledged by her mother and be acknowledged by somebody just like juxtaposed against the you're watching this 5000 year old you know like this is the library of alexandria burning down is what yep. this is it like, exactly just, is. It uh, hurts. I think one thing I realized uh, during this flashback is that, like, so many One Piece character flashbacks, I feel like, are about, like, a character trying, like, having to deny who they are and, like, trying to, like, trying to live as themselves, I guess. Or, tr like, trying to learn to live as themselves. Yes. Like, I, I think about how... um in the in the like the Frankie and uh, uh, Tom flashback and, and, and I, call, I keep calling it that uh, iceberg was there too right, <laughs> right, Frankie's right. flashback yeah we're you know like with um Frankie's ships and all of that and you know Frankie's just like I wish I never made those things and and Tom you know like smacks him upside the head and is just like don't deny who you are or the things that you made and it feels like this is like Robin being unable to kind of hide who she is and like you know was going to suffer the consequences for that. And, you know, you think about that with Nami and Belmare too, where, you know, it's just like, I have, you know, Nami saying, I wish you weren't a family, but you know, so, ah, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's, a very tight end thing or wishing to help and having this mentor that's willing to do anything to help them. Like in, in the same, yep. this, in the same way as, um, Zeph or, uh, with Chopper. Yeah. I think that's the thing that gets me about one police flashbacks being like, they're, they're, all structured similarly, but they're not repetitive or formulaic, which is an incredible needle to thread. Other than because they're incredibly kind of, tragic. That's that's our yeah, formula. Yeah, they're, well, they're tragic, but like they're not 
tragic in a repetitive way. It, it's <laughs> the, 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 to this date, the one with the least tragic backstory is, as far as I know, still Usopp. <laughs> yeah. Well. It, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I, I was. All, I was. I thought you were going to say Zoro because of the whole stupid. Uh, she fell down some stairs thing. I mean, that's dumb, but that's still tragic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, he lost a friend. That is true. Well, yeah, I guess Usopp's is like, your dad left to become a pirate. It's like, oh, no, he's he's living it up. He's having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess he, yep. he watched his mom die, but yeah, no, they're all they're all sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this I I well, I guess we might wrap this one up next week. I'm not actually sure. Yeah, I I so saw just to put it all out there. We're very late in recording this episode, so <laughs> I'll do my best to get it up a, a, as soon as possible and have one for next week. Or we might be a week behind at this point. I'm hard. It's hard to say. Uh, this might be a quick and dirty one, just so we can have it out on time. So we'll we'll see how that yeah. all ends up. Um, <laughs> but uh, man, ready for even more sadness next week. That's for sure. Yeah. I was gonna say this is my favorite. One Piece flashback, which I calling something so freaking sad your favorite seems yeah. a little weird, but like it's it's the one that always hit me the most, uh, and I haven't read it in a while, and it is just like oh no, I'm I'm crying badly tears. Like, <laughs> we're not we're only halfway through it. Like, yep, oh, yep. Oh gosh, and I don't remember uh, I don't remember fully what happens. I just remember the broad yeah. strokes. So this is going to be yeah. rough. Oh, oh boy, but yeah, with that. I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 391 to 395 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube, or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandobovia on Twitter, talking about anime, manga, games, and my job. And, um, I guess this will be old news by this point, but... I will be a guest on the One Piece podcast uh, that will be releasing on October 9th on... So a, a few days from now, but we'll probably be like a week or two. A week like or I so said, I, I might just yeah. edit out a few things and keep it quick and dirty. Yeah. We'll see what we'll see how I feel. Although I feel like we've stumbled over too much, but either way. Well, I guess I guess serendipitously, then if this does come out on time, if you're watch listening to this, like if you're not a patron, which you should be, um, I think that would be coming out at the on the same day. Yes, so I believe if so. you want. If you want back to back, Brandon Bovia talking about One Piece at various Bovia. points in time. <laughs> yeah, back to back Bovia. Well, uh, we will of course be covering the manga. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the yeah, I, I think we usually I think they do like they they record like the evening a new chapter comes out. So uh, uh, basically, okay. it, I I would avoid la- podcast unless you're caught up, but. <laughs> if you're caught up and want to hear me talk about uh, some of the newer One Piece content, then you know by all means, I'll be, I'll be on there. And yeah, fast forwarding, um, uh, you know, almost 700 chapters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, you, you want to see how I feel about current events, <laughs> uh, which is very positively. <laughs> yeah, it just reminds me how like uh, comments in our last one talking about um, Luffy's Gear Two. People were pointing out that the point that Luffy finally got his first transformation is like in terms of like Dragon Ball, uh, that's when Gohan and Goku were training to, to fight Cell. <laughs> that's just how late it took for anything like this to have, like it just shows the scale of One Piece where it feels like we've barely yeah. scratched the surface and it's still like it's still going. Like it makes sense that this is so long. Unlike Detective Conan, which is so long, it's like, God, how many times was it? There must be so many murderers in in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah every week a new murder mystery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is definitely like 
And that is, uh, I think, one of One Piece's, like, greatest strengths in storytelling, right? Like, Oda plays the long game in almost everything. <laughs> like, mm. he is an incredibly patient storyteller. And I don't think you get that without confidence. And I think, um, I, you know, I, I talked a lot about this episode, about how it feels like this is the part where, like, One Piece's sort of world building really blows up in scale. And I think that's something that you can do only when, like, you kind of, you know what you want to introduce and win. Um, and I think the things that we learned today uh, on this episode of the podcast, like, it was very deliberately, like, placed, you know, like, this is the right time to learn this information. And that just, that's what makes One Piece so addicting, man. That's why, like, after even almost 1,100 chapters, it's so, like, we're always getting fed new breadcrumbs, either about, like, the characters or, like, the broader world or whatever story arc we're on. It's always, there's always something new happening, and it almost always connects back to something else in some cool way, so... Yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's but... my speech. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely, if you can, check out the podcast with Brandon. Uh, otherwise, you know, you know, I'm sure it'll be available afterwards as well. So you can check it out if we're literally getting to this. We'll find out how this all ends up. But if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode ad-free three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 396 to 400 of One 400? 400. So until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Daddy, she, 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 she